0: Yeah, I'm, I said this is one of those OVAs that was designed to sell manga, wasn't it? But yeah, the manga is freaking sweet. It's got all these moments where he he outsmarts people. Like, the first uh, sort of uh, scene is in this town, and he's trying to save this little girl, or save her mother, from this witch who has turned into this snake demon. And so the snake demon is biting him in the shoulder, and he just screams, Girl, Now! And then the snake demon looks over at the girl, and the girl's just tied up in the corner, and she says, Huh? And the next panel is you're seeing through the witch's head with his shotgun, like blowing it open.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: It was totally sweet.
1: There's so much stuff to talk about, I hardly know where to begin.
0: Let's start where Penny Arcade started this week, with that retarded oh massive back.
1: I really I really did want to talk about that. I actually saw it, I forget who linked to that article before Penny Arcade did, but I read it and I was just, I was shocked. I was, I was like stunned, I, I didn't know how to respond. I mean, I think I actually put it in my bookmarks or something because I wanted to glean stuff from it for the podcast um why
0: even bother the the claims he makes are so outrageous and the claims on the 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 two uh articles like the there's that guy's blog about it but then there's
1: also a news article on it are just salacious if you haven't entirely heard it it's this guy who says some blogger out there he says why don't presidential candidates make video games more of a priority in their presidential candidacy stuff. Um, He basically says that Mass Effect, the game that we both love, is a, quote, virtual orgasmic rape simulator, and that it contains some of the most, or the most realistic depictions of sex in video games ever, that it's marketed towards 15-year-olds, and, you know, That it's destroying the American family as we know it and blah, blah, blah.
0: We must protect our children from the desire to have psycho sex with blue aliens. Uh, And it's not rape because the Asari
1: was totally asking for it. What's insane to me is the most realistic depictions of sex, there isn't even a side boob in Mass Effect sex scenes. (laughs) You see like half of a butt... And there's more than that in, you know,
0: uh, what was it, the, shoot, I should really just know the name of
1: this. Shoot him up.
0: What's that fighting game I hate? 3D counters.
1: Oh, Dead or Alive. Yeah, Dead or Alive 4 had a whole butt. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's
0: just, it's so, and it was like a, that was weird. Everybody knows about that scene from Dead or Alive. Have you seen that, Dave?
1: No, I have not, because I don't pay attention to Dead or Alive, because I hate it. (laughs)
0: It was the first game I got for the Xbox 360, or not? No, for the Xbox. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say you didn't buy Dead or Alive four, did you? No, it must have been Dead or Alive three. We I had enough remember, missteps but, with three.
0: <laughs> but like, like in that scene, she's naked in the shower, and then there's like a panther, <laughs> and she sits down on the couch. I don't even know what's happening. Wait a minute, it's, are we talking about like what's an, her
1: name, Christy, like the assassin?
0: Yeah, it feels like a Duran Duran video,
1: <laughs> only not as cool. Nothing can truly be called cool when it's involved with Tomonobu Itagaki. Even yeah. Ninja Gaiden. It's not really cool. It's like a really fun <laughs> game. But you still, you're still you not supposed to talk about it around your girlfriend. Nah, not really. But, ah, oh God. It's so infuriating to me, these people. And I've said it like so many times before, but just like the lack of perspective that these people had. When you were... 18 years old and people were saying rock music was the devil and you were like no way man rock music isn't the devil rock music is awesome well the problem and is that
0: people never stopped saying rock music was the devil Dave they still say that
1: so now it's just like a cumulative thing every generation we're gonna have a new thing to throw onto the fire
0: yeah well I think it's just you know that people see the decline of society everywhere you know just because yeah I don't know I I I just think it's funny that they you point to a video game uh involving a rather tame love scene as a sign of societal decline.
1: Well, if you take his argument discounting all the things that are factually untrue, which is almost everything. But <laughs> for just as an example, there's no orgasms or rape in Mass Effect. I mean, one would assume there were orgasms, but they are not explicitly shown. If it was my shepherd, clearly... there
0: were. Tanaka Shepherd <laughs> the... always finishes
1: the job. There's only Tanaka. <laughs> um, though, perhaps uh, our man, Kevin McCullough, the, the articleist, the writer, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> the article? Perhaps he. <laughs> what, is that not a word? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he was tapping into my girlfriend's experience with Mass Effect. Did I describe this to you? Yeah, when she said st- that she was that functionally she was raped by... But I don't know if the rape of the player is consistent with the rape of the player's avatar. <laughs> I guess,
0: like, yeah.
1: I think the problem is really that Bioware needs to be more uh, explicit with what they... in those little dialogue boxes you're allowed to choose. The, the option that's going to get you into the sex with the lesbian sex with the blue chick should be a little more clear. <laughs> well, I mean, there's because you might not want to choose that option.
0: Well, there are a lot of vagaries in the in the the speech choices, and I kind of like that. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, I like it too. But for example, you know that you, you have to do that mission on the Citadel, where the whatever the Volus and the Solarian, the Volus being like the little short fat yeah. guys, and the Solarian being the ones that look like the the like aliens of legend, the gray guys with the big eyes. Yeah um they're working together and uh
0: they want you to scan like one is the stealing helpers. data
1: from the yeah. other um when i was doing that one i disarmed the solarian guy and he's like oh wait you know don't kill me i'm sorry i didn't mean to do it i didn't mean to attack you and have my cronies shoot guns at you but whatever
0: he didn't uh, even bother to shoot at me
1: one of th- Oh, no, he shot me. Every time I've done it, I've gotten shot at. I don't know what the hell. I must be very intimidating. I'm like the diplomatic dude. I always try the diplomatic approach, and yet I'm always forced to kill. How often must these hands be sullied with blood? But but when you've subdued him and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Because they talk like (laughs) little leprechauns. One of the options is you're not getting off that easy or something similarly vague. And the result is you shoot him in cold blood. Well, I think it there's a the which put me in the renegade like hardcore. Oh no! I mean, I guess it gave me some renegade points, but then for like half an hour, Graciela was like, "Why would why did you shoot that guy?" It's <laughs> like I didn't mean to, and she's like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> like it was a real person. Like I killed a dog. <laughs> it's like why'd you kill? What kind of person are you? And I'm well, like, well, haven't I you know? noticed that the the dialogue bubble wasn't clear enough um,
0: unless you unlock the charm or the intimidation ones which by the way i have maxed out charm and intimidation so no plot point is beyond my reckoning but uh the the plot like the the dialogue is arranged like the bottom is mean the middle is sort of matter of fact and the top is more accommodating
1: yeah i mean but this is like one of the first things you do in the game i wasn't really at that point yet where i figured out You can kind of like autopilot through the conversations by pushing a direction on the joystick. I always,
0: I like to mix it up. I'm never really mean, but I'm frequently stern.
1: I like to, I choose what I feel is an appropriate response.
0: That's why that game is fun. The conversations feel like a puzzle to me, because I'm trying to figure out how I would react in that situation, and then I get experience for having had a conversation. It's perfect. Like, somebody said, I like I hate wasting time listening to the characters. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. I love the fact that...
1: I love wasting time listening to those characters. Well, they're characters. actually characters. That's the shocking thing. Like, I know we've said that... Th- well, that's what I was saying when we were talking about the game. You had yet to experience you know, you, it. Because you can go... To,
0: when, you're in, um, when you're on board your ship, uh, you can go and talk to all the people. And I didn't realize that... You know, you can really talk to them. And you actually find out things about them. Like... You find out the female Marine, like, believes in God and has a tough family, and her dad was a spacefarer. And you... I don't know. Like, I I was actually... I think I was more shocked at the idea that they had inserted that discussion of a higher power into the game. Because it's so tangential, and at the same time, kind of controversial. But they wanted to create a character. And so they they had a person who sort of is all those things. Because people are, you know... I mean, not necessarily tangential, but they're controversial, they're surprising, and I wasn't expecting that from a video game.
1: Yeah, and that's what makes well, Mass, effect so Mass Effect so great. We've
0: already done a Mass Effect podcast, haven't we? Ostensibly.
1: I mean, I, I, could, do, <laughs> I could do 10. I could do Yo, Fast what heck Karate is with for the Therem? Mass Effect. Did you ever land on Mass Therem? Effect for the gentlemen? Which one's that? I don't know.
0: I, I think I wasn't supposed to land on Therum because I did, and now I can't get back on the ship, and there's a really hard mission... <laughs> And I'm stuck I don't, with, like,
1: B-Squad
0: with all the electronic skills, so I won't be unable to salvage anything. <laughs> I'm,
1: Why? Why?
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, great, I have Why you? the Quarian and this stupid Turian yeah. with his light armor. You guys are supposed to be warriors. A.K.A.
1: Space Jew. <laughs> Where's
0: the freaking, like, where is your medium armor? Aren't you guys a military society?
1: Well, he'll get military armor eventually. You gotta, you gotta skill him up. But yeah, but,
0: I don't know. I'm really just complaining I because I can't them. change party them. members and I'm hosed. Freaking Geth.
1: That's why I never went into a mission without Rex. Dude, he is awesome. I was like... I maxed out barriers so fast. He's got guns and psychic powers. It's like what I want to be. It's like Wicked City. And also, he's a giant dinosaur frog, which is also what I want to be.
0: <laughs> I want to be a giant dinosaur frog in Wicked City. Alternatively, yes. a giant diamond, <laughs> uh, a giant dino frog in Dune Megalopolis and uh demon city shinjuku
1: joel you know me so well <laughs> it's like we've been doing this all our life
0: oh man but i don't but, know what do we want to talk about mass effect again or are we going to talk about something else
1: i mean i guess technically the plan was to talk about fighting games we have but i don't know how well that's going to go we've done over. a fighting
0: game podcast we i don't think we how have is that possible
1: i mean i could search our website i really don't think we really have. so and so people have, haven't heard been- all
0: my psychic force 2012 material that is an awesome... That game. It's weird.
1: That is an awesome material, if not an awesome show. <laughs> no, there's definitely nothing. I mean, I look up fighting game, it doesn't seem to do anything. Street Fighter, maybe? Guilty Gear? No, any, I don't think, think so. Hits? No way we did Guilty Gear. But fight... It's like, you can't talk about a... We do a half-hour podcast about <laughs> poop jokes. <laughs> there's, there's no way we can talk about a whole format of games in that amount yeah. of time.
0: Uh, I guess. Well, if, so if we, we want to keep something. with like the sort of general news in video games trend, we can hate on Yoda and Darth Vader for a while. I don't even care. <laughs> I mean, I care. I care I mean, deep down inside where it hurts.
1: It, it's dumb. Don't get me wrong. And that that you read the articles with these Japanese guys who are like, oh, "Yes, we think he's a very good fit in the Shaw Caliber universe," and I'm like, Yoda. Is a good fit in the Soul Caliber universe. I thought the Soul Calibur was supposed to be happening during the Renaissance. It's a story alternatively prehistory, <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
0: It's the other. It's this is stage right of the stage of history. Nice Our center stage. I like of history.
1: That. It's topical. Yeah, but um, I mean, come on, Joel, give it to me this way. Would you rather have Darth Vader or would you rather have a spawn? <laughs>
0: I agree. Spawn was a mistake. But you know, like the the GameCube one got uh, Link, which was, he was super cheesy, but at least he had a sword. And uh,
1: (laughs) Heihachi, he could be anywhere. Darth Vader has a sword. It's a
0: lightsaber. It's a laser sword. (laughs) The worst part is like, if I had the Soul Calibur and then some dude showed up with laser sword, I think I'd look at the Soul Calibur and be like, what are you doing? All you do is possess my like, soul. like, what
1: the F? Where are where, the lasers? What are the, where are the rules for these tournaments? Are those the referees from Bloodsport starring Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> all you did because was give my... all semblance of order is just out the window at this point. They could have laser swords. Laser swords. Sofidia just throws her hands up in the air and walks away. Laser... <laughs> fucking laser swords. What are you, crazy? I already had to You're deal crazy.
0: with Taki blowing stuff up and Talim's ridiculous rushdown. Now I've got laser
1: swords. This is ridiculous. It's like come on, I haven't had a serious upgrade since Soul Calibur 1. If
0: anything, they just made her worse when they made her Cassandra.
1: Well, no, I mean it's like they introduce her sister and it's like that's like the touch of death in Soul Calibur when you get a col- a clone character. Yeah. Like there's no more Huang. Yeah, he's gone. Is Huang the one that's gone. Yeah. They would now there's like assassin. Well, no-
0: yeah, did they get... Rid of, no, there was a... Wasn't there a Hawaiian character? They should have kept him, man. He was awesome.
1: In, in Soul Calibur 2, it was Assassin. I never played 3, so whatever happened in 3, I, w- I was like... I've only experienced that peripherally and never seriously. That was,
0: uh, they had the guy with the the scythe and then the hula hoop girl, who was making a reappearance. God, yeah. Talk about dead weight. Yeah.
1: Oh, thank God they're bringing them back. <laughs> yeah. Project B squad. <laughs>
0: project we're running out of ideas hard i love it how it yeah. took them
1: till four well, to I get mean, to the uh there's a finite amount of weapons in the universe jill especially if you're going with that sort of time period if you can't say like introduce the machete or the kukri well i mean
0: they had other options you have like segmented staff it took them till four to get to spear they went with hula hoop before they went with
1: spear. It's true. You, you, you really feel like the design team on Soul Calibur had a strong lack of critical thinking.
0: Well, I think that they were.
1: I mean, maybe they just. They had a dartboard with all the weapons of the world on it. And they just. They left it up to fate. And there's, there's poor Tanaka standing in the corner. Shouldn't we have a European broadsword? He's a very popular weapon. <laughs> the... Shut up, Tanaka. We do what the dice decide. You know how Namco is run. They're they're rolling (laughs) bones. Come on, seven. They've got like guys that backing each individual weapon. Come on, (laughs) blow dart. You always choose a blow dart. Why? That's not a good weapon.
0: It's a one shot and done. No combos.
1: (laughs) That'd be hilarious. There's some guy that's backing on flute. (laughs) Ah, yes. The Malaysian battle flute. Very popular weapon from 1309 to 1309 and a half when its only wilder was killed by some guy who had a real weapon.
0: Elephant. That, should, that should have been the next one. That's the hidden character.
1: That was also a problem. There, there was a question of range.
0: <laughs> he kept on playing the flute. Man, the hit detection is very sucks. short. I'm playing mad riffs.
1: Yeah, what is this guy's priority? That's Soul Calibur yeah. 5 elephant. Man, Muktai is so cheap. He's not cheap. What are you talking about? All you can see are the elephant's feet on the screen. Well, you walk into me and I ring out. That doesn't Whatever, seem man, very it's part fair. Of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. You better just learn to work around it. They wouldn't well, put it that, in there if it wasn't fair. I think I might
0: actually. The next iteration of Soul Calibur, I hope it comes out a long time before Otacon. Because I think I want to practice up on it because I totally want to defeat this those guys with the ring out strategy just by doing counters because that's how you beat the ring out and you like, make
1: people look like a chump. That'd be so awesome. You need to like run your parliament on that table. You, were doing, you did pretty decently this year for not having played the game
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> ever. It's, it's pretty well. It's been the same. Like some guy was like trying to tell me about it. and I was like, it's basically been the same since one. He's like, I don't know. There are a lot of differences.
1: And I said, well, no, no, it's, it's strongly similar, but just from my experience between one and two, like the stances they added in two really changed the game a lot. And well, also, for Ivy. Ivy doesn't look enough like a dyke, and that's a problem I have with. <laughs> they shouldn't pretty her up. She's supposed to be totally uggo. And, like, the, the boobs, I understand women have them. And Japan, I know this is a very interesting fact that you may have only recently discovered, <laughs> but the rest of the world figured it out like four thousand years ago. So if you could get back with the times, we'd appreciate it. Well, I, I, just, I mean,
0: I really was disappointed at what they did to Taki,
1: like with, with the the ma- the wide. Yeah, it was with, with with the boobs.
0: She looked like she was, you know, about to lift off from flight. There's no way those things would be. Dense enough to hold her to the ground.
1: Well, Joel, what's, what's happening here is that ninjas, female ninjas, need that extra storage of fats because when they teleport up in the air, they want to have maximum velocity going downwards to do that bird strike or whatever the <laughs> hell it is.
0: Whatever. Whatever.
1: They should have an Amazon chick and she could have one boob but it'd be one really big boob <laughs> I think in soul caliber mythology the one boob consumes the other
0: i think that would actually be really cool if they included a character like that
1: it would be forward thinking
0: or you know backward thinking since the amazonian legend is like a couple thousand years old okay joel fine where is
1: soul Calibur? Anyway, is it in Spain or is it in a place that resembles Spain? I don't
0: even know where it's supposed to be. I used to think it was centered around the Mediterranean because there's a lot of stuff that looks like Italy, but I think it's supposed to be all over the world because Maxi was supposed to be from like Siam or something. Or not Siam. uh, Was he? I thought he was European. Maxi? No way, dude. He's from Singapore. He's a pirate from Southeast Asia.
1: Are you sure he's not an Elvis impersonator from Venice? I think he's an Elvis
0: impersonator from Southeast Asia. Oh,
1: well. That's that explains why, he has, some, why he has some moonlight as a fighter, <laughs> they don't pay as much in Asia.
0: Not really.
1: There's there's not as many middle aged women looking for another shot at the king, especially
0: now that there's a new prime minister in Japan.
1: Who was the guy in um, Soul Edge? Lei Long. Yeah, yeah, he was all right. I really miss. I don't want them to incorporate weapon breakage as the standard thing. But I wish weapon breaking was an option in the later Soul Calibur games.
0: Like there was a way you could do it?
1: Yeah. Like it, it would be an option you would turn on before you start playing. Because I really liked that in Soul Edge and I wish I didn't get rid of it.
0: That would, I don't know. I, I never really ran into a situation where I cared about the weapon breaking. I just thought it was a fun
1: change of pace. Like, I mean, I think really what it was is they made block a lot less good in Soul Calibur. So they didn't need to have weapons destroyed because it was less likely that you would turtle up. But still, I mean, I thought it was a neat idea. And then you'd be reduced to, like, punches and kicks.
0: You'd be reduced to getting your ass handed to you. (laughs) Pretty much.
1: (laughs) Especially if somebody was playing uh, Siegfried. Which everybody was. Some kind of range. Not me. I was all about rock. I played Taki. One. You, you've been playing Taki since people were playing Taki. It's true. Or Mitsurugi. Japanophile. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I'm a total weeaboo. Yeah, totally. You're the one they invented the phrase for.
0: Wasn't? Did they get that from the Perry Bible Fellowship? It, is yes. that because the characters in yeah, the strip don't have noses?
1: No, it's... Joel, clearly... You do not read the Encyclopedia Dramatica. I went to that site once, and I was horrified. Oh, damn. It was my sincere hope that you didn't know what it was. And I was like, yes, and uncorrupted. (laughs) There's still hope left for this world. But no, we're all going to burn in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Encyclopedia Dramatica, for those that don't know, is like the idiot's version of Wikipedia. Mostly it's used for people to be really mean to other types of people on the Internet. Like, they'll be like, cosplayers are all fat people, fat and ugly people who are ugly. And then they'll post pictures of fat and ugly people who are cosplaying. And then, you know, they try and spruce it up with their own sort of humor. But you can only say fag so many times. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and you say it the first time and I'm right there with you. But after the second, you're like, "Ah, I don't know if this is funny anymore this with all this user awkward.
0: generated media uh, or user generated content on the internet i find i'm becoming more suspicious of people's opinions i keep on because i don't know anybody who's involved in it you know it's not like i know somebody who posts on 4chan regularly i just know that i disagree with everyone on 4chan and so i like suspect people of being from that world
1: you know but there's no way to prove it. So, so you're talking about like other places on the internet. Is this some sort of like, are you going to pull like an inquisition thing? Like you're going to start taking people from the internet and like sticking them in your basement, waterboarding <laughs> them <laughs> until they hit <laughs> you from fortune. I don't know what you, <laughs> Oh my agree. God. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk. I did it. I did the <laughs> shoot. to whoop. Oh, Racism. Just don't don't put the Saran wrap over my face again. It's like I was there at the original Rick rolling. I know for it's your a honesty,
0: trap. You have earned death.
1: Yeah. <laughs> After you rat out your co-conspirators, also known as Anonymous, the dangerous <laughs> hacking group. <laughs> You've seen that, right? That that news story yeah. about And they act like 4-10? anonymous
0: is a person or an entity.
1: Yeah. And they're like, These people, known as anonymous, are responsible for some of the worst internet hate crimes that have ever occurred. And I'm like, wow, this is why we have people like this Kevin McCullough guy going around and talking asinine crap about massive. Well effect. it's just hysterical that they say research.
0: known as anonymous. Uh no. That's a description yeah. of the poster. They wanted to remain Anonymous, like a news source.
1: Like a source that you might feature on your very program. Again, the lack of perspective. It's just like, what if back in the day, people, like, reported on uh, anything? Did, it's in this called fashion. yellow
0: Germanism.
1: They were like, okay, we're going into the marshmallow factory, aka Rape Central. This
0: sort of thing has been happening forever. You know, you've got. The birth of a nation, uh, like I said, yellow journalism. You know, the whole Spanish American War. <laughs> it was all started by, you know, really terrible
1: misunderstandings. Media. There must be some misunderstanding. Do-do-do-do-do. Must be some kind of mistake.
0: Hey, you want to know what I learned this week? What? I'm burning for you was not, in fact, recorded by Cheap Trick.
1: No, it's Blue Oyster Cult. I had no
0: idea. I always thought that was a Cheap Trick song. I don't even know why I thought that. I'm glad to open your assumed. eyes then, Joel. Well, it's because I a guy at work uh, put like 80 gigs of his music on our new server. Yeah. And uh, so I was just going through it and checking it out. And I was like, Cheap Trick's greatest hits. So I listened to Surrender like six times. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to I'm Burning For You. And then I saw The Flame. And I was like, maybe I just don't know the title. And that wasn't it. <laughs> And I was like, there's no way this song
1: wouldn't be on the greatest hits. So you looked it up, <clears throat> Joe. listening to, Re- to Surrender is fun. But uh, you know what's pretty fun is singing it in duet with Chris Orr. Drinking a beer. At I New hate York you. New York Anime Fest. <laughs> you know, there, there's going to be a karaoke party um, next weekend. Next Saturday. Not this coming Saturday. Interesting. Just keep it in mind. It'll be a fun time. thinking about naming it Karaoke Eternity.
0: That sounds pretty good.
1: I mean, we've been through Armageddon and, and destruction. I think it's time to pierce the fourth dimension. Now karaoke will transcend time. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we can ever really get back to Soul Calibur, which I guess is what this show is about. I don't um, know. But I, I don't think you've ever heard of this. I wouldn't expect you to have. But you know the website Destructoid? Like the... The blog?
0: Yes, actually, I do.
1: Uh, they have many podcasts, one of which is called Retro Force Go, which I had never listened to before, but decided to listen to because I did a an episode about shooters. And they called them shmups, which is oh. like one of the most criminal offenses in the world. I'm not going to say you're an idiot if you say the word shmup. But I'm going to sound like an idiot when I'm you say the word "shmup."
0: <laughs> I'm going to think it really hard, so that I hope I make you think it too. Uh,
1: I'm going to think it so hard that I will pray your brain gets an aneurysm, and you, <laughs> your brain and "shmup" is the dumbest term in the universe. And I will not sit idly by and like encourage this internet shorthand that just like plagues everything. It's ridiculous, "shmup." when why why was shooter not good enough yeah well
0: i think people use shooter to describe other things
1: well i, I understand that you could say a first person shooter you could describe as a shooter but uh, shmup shoot em up i think even is a little ridiculous the shorthand of it is more far more so but um so i'm listening to this podcast and I do not like it. But what concerns me more is that these people are paid to produce this podcast. And so they have a podcast called Retro Force Go, as I've said, right? And I guess they were recording this the week that um, King of Fighters 94 came out on the Virtual Console, which I think was last week. And they are talking about King of Fighters 94. And the guy is talking about how Rio. Is such a novel idea. He's like, it's it's just like Ryu, but he's not. He's like what? He's like he looks like a like a like Mexican Ryu, a Mexican
0: blonde Ryu. That makes sense.
1: I mean, it's fine. Even though King of Fighters is basically like the second most popular fighting game in the world, Um, you don't have to know about it. But I think if you are going to be on a podcast that ostensibly you know, whatever, let me throw a big, few more big words in there, your purview is retro games as exemplified by your name or your podcast being Retro Force Go, that you would know about these retro games, that you would know enough that in the 13 years that King of Fighters has existed and then Art of Fighting before that, that there was a guy named Rio, and he looked a lot like <laughs> Ryu.
0: And that a lot of people, I mean, you know, including people at Capcom, have suggested that Ryo is in fact a clone of Ryu,
1: which... Who would have thought it?
0: Yeah, he's got a dragon punch, and he throws a fireball from his fa- hand.
1: I mean, I mean, it was it was just so frustrating to me. Not because, like, I'm not one of these people that thinks you have to know everything about everything. But if you suggest that maybe you are someone who is knowledgeable in the topic, then maybe you should know enough that what you're saying is not an outright fallacy.
0: Okay, this is getting a little too nerdy. We can't be hating on other podcasts. I can. Because <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> All right, well, you can. And I've,
1: been to, I've been listening to too many podcasts recently where within, like, the first couple minutes of turning it on, you hear, For the win. Uh, first off, nobody should say that ever. <laughs> it's dumb. But second off, like, that is a mark that I don't want to listen to your podcast. Like me, I mean, basically, we listen to podcasts while we're playing WoW now, and so and then so the two of us will be sitting next to each other, and <clears throat> we'll reach this, like, kind of psychic moment of, like, yeah, this one's bad. Oh, great, there's no new episodes of The Greatest Movie Ever. Now we have to try and find a crap, or what? Basically, podcasts that I like, which are few, but they're around, like The Greatest Movie Ever, you should put out more episodes solely for my amusement. <laughs> And I'm talking about, like, seven or eight a day. <laughs> if you could manage that, I would be really grateful. You just need... You can make them longer, and then we would only need, like, need a, four. If they were an hour long. You need a psychic link to Paul Chapman's
0: head, so you can just be thinking about it all day long.
1: I kind of actually already have that. It's our World of Warcraft <laughs> guild. Dave, I figured out
0: something that we can do. What's that? We can, uh, we can announce the winners of the contest
1: oh yeah right actually th- we must have had a psychic link ourselves because i was like just realizing that we promised to announce the winners last show and we did it all right and i'm actually i did a little
0: write-up so everybody that submitted something via email uh, if you posted it in the forum i'm sorry i'm not going to go back through all those posts and find everything uh so my bad I are you going to read verbatim that from
1: the write-up are you going to read the whole write-up no,
0: I'm not going to read the whole write-up. I was going to say that we're going to post the write-up. Oh, you can... Like, I'll give you a PDF. I'll give you a PDF and you can link it. Word. All right. I'm going to start with uh, some honorary mentions. First honorary mention is Karaoke Ninja, who came up with Dinosaur Handjob. Uh, it's a little lewd, but if you read my write-up, I think you'll understand why I started to fall in love with it more.
1: Well, I think you um, should give at least some of the flavor text. But just as a disclaimer, Karaoke Ninja has already won a contest.
0: Well, that's why that I didn't not, let him win this one.
1: I mean, that's not to say you're, you can't win another contest, but your answer has to be proportionally so much better. Like, there's a chance that you could blow us away. Like, say, combining dinosaurs with cult classic Bollywood film, Lagan. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a All hint right. for the next contest.
0: All right, so yeah. Karaoke Ninja is a runner-up. Uh, would you want me to read a sentence from the write-up? Yeah, sure. All right, just a, a sampling. Uh, the first sentence in it is, I can only imagine how hilarious it would be to have my gener- my genitals furiously pumped by the tiny forelimbs of a Tyrannosaurus Rex.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I I thought forelimbs was funny. Um, uh, let's see, what else is another f- uh, funny one? Um Somebody said Joel White and the Blackhearts, and that's totally cool because I wish I was Joan Jett, even though it means I would have to be a woman. Um, yeah, but it, what a woman! <laughs> exactly, exactly. She sung
1: "Bad Reputation." I, I'm not sure if you know that, but she did. She did. <laughs> uh, I'll give one more
0: runner-up, and then I'll just announce the real, uh, the real winner. And there's one. Oh, and I think this was like my second favorite, and it almost won. It was submitted by someone named Sky Ninja. That's actually what it said on their Gmail account. I don't know what their real name is. Uh, but it,
1: I hope it's Sky Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> or Ninja Sky.
0: The, the name of the band was The Little Engine That Could Rule the Galaxy. And presentation yeah. was pretty important in this one because The Little Engine That Could was enormous in huge bold letters. And then Rule the Galaxy was really tiny. And I'm a fan
1: of Asides. This one
0: also almost won because it has uh, Jack Burton on the gong.
1: <laughs> oh, this is a guy that had the 27, like, member band. It, there was a, there was another guy Including? that wrote an
0: entire script or story. Yeah. I feel bad that I didn't pick his, but, I mean, really, I think you guys will understand. Um, the winner is Charlie Heat uh, because he came up with the name Violent Fist Squadron Joel Kaiser. <laughs>
1: you, you know who that is. That's, uh
0: tissue kins from the forum well tissue kins congratulations you've just won a fabulous prize that i don't know what it is yet yeah
1: i don't actually know what it is either do we have to make it something manly now so he can talk about it on his manly podcast yeah we might be able to
0: we should try to do something like that maybe i'll send him a screener for uh or maybe we'll hook him up with the uh gurren logon
1: is that legal can we do that i don't think so uh maybe we
0: won't do that we'll figure figure it
1: out We'll find something to be deposited He also... He, oh, He man. actually also... Joel, what? why did you... He's Canadian. Oh. So? it's a pain in the ass to mail stuff up there. <laughs> I like to fill out a customs form. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can figure out how to do it. I've got stuff I could send. I'm well, sure whatever. you
1: do. But guns. Anyway, <coughs> guns.
0: Yeah. <laughs> guns is kind of manly. There are guns. Um... But this is what I wrote about this. I like Violent Fist Squadron Joel Kaiser the best. Mostly because Joel Kaiser is now my name. Obey or perish.
1: <laughs> end. Joe, I want you to know that while you've been speaking, I've fashioned a crude grappling hook out of a piece of string that I've attached to my pinky and the other end to a mechanical pencil. Watch out, fort Knox i'm coming to get you the end let's let's go to sleep. <laughs> Wait when. Curses. <laughs> oh well. But the end is never the end in Faskarati.